What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Casey and Michelle, and we are discussing Season 8, Episode 2 of Fear the Walking Dead. The title of the episode is Blue Jay and WTF. That's all I can think of when I was watching the start, the opening sequence of this episode. I was like, okay. You, you immediately know it's June because it's a surgical kit. I'm like, okay, so we're about to start finding out what's going on with some more of our people. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know what I was expecting. I but wasn't was expecting this. Were, no, none, not at all. I, okay. So this is a few, uh, apparently a few years after all the Padre stuff. June is um she's very tactically ready for whatever is coming her way obviously she's got her surgery kit or not surgery kit she's got uh she's got a medicine kit she's got some some needles she's got what looks like a drill and some other things she's walking around putting up signs warning people away from padre you know padre will steal your kids turn back this is a collector's route turn back and then you see um, you see a boat come and she has a walkie-talkie and you hear Padre collectors talking on the walkie-talkie and she's listening. And the next thing you know, she's out there. She's got a gun and a dart gun and it has, a, um, it has an air tank on it. So I was like, what is she about to do? Oh, that's what she's about to do. Man, when I tell you, she starts aiming for these collectors that are in the boat and the pressure from the tank accelerates the dart so that she can reach them from a long distance. June gets them. They're, they're unconscious. She starts taking out her kit. She starts cleaning their fingers. Then she takes out this thing and I'm like, wait, what is she about to do? This bitch is cutting people's fingers off. And I was like this, like, ugh. I noticed the walking dead and we used to the walking, but cutting somebody's mm-hmm. finger off, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and they had a close up. They had yeah. a close up on yes, it. They when did. She, this when she me. first started cutting it, I was like, ooh. But then when she started sawing through it and you could hear, I was like, I was watching it just like this. I was listening for the cues for when she was done. But I was like, what the fuck is going on with June? She is out here cutting people's fingers off. And then not only that, she cut the fingers off, she cauterized them. She pushed the boat back into the river. She goes back into her little house, her little hut. First of all, she pulls up a floorboard. She has guns. So she's been collecting all of the guns from these collectors. And mm-hmm. by the by the amount of guns she has, she's been doing this a while. Yeah. The amount of fingers she has. And then she pulls out a jar full of fingers. It's giving governor vibes. Did you not hear the governor music towards the end of the episode? No. I just noticed it when I watched it before we started recording. That yes, they started playing the governor's music towards the end of the episode. I was like, okay, so are they telling us that June is about to become unhinged? I mean... I don't know, because that's why I felt I'm like, did she go crazy? I mean... You don't... And, and the thing is, we don't know until like halfway through the episode, but it's kind of like, 
what in the world is going on? Like, why just the one finger? Like, she didn't kill anybody outright except Mm-mm. for um, when the second boat comes and she shoots the dart. The person who was standing up in the boat, he falls over into the water and ends up drowning. So, you know, she ends up putting a knife in his head. But sitting here watching this, like, what happened to June? Because at this point, we don't really know. The first episode of the season, we only saw Morgan and Madison. Right. For the most part. And then, you know, we saw a little bit of Grace. But I'm sitting here looking at this like, what in the world is going on with this woman? Like, she she got these fingers in the jar. Like, you know, if you go to the, to the convenience store and they have the pickled eggs in the jar or the pickles in the big jar like that. Yeah, that's what she was doing. I was like, like, was it just me who was sitting here? Like, 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 you know, I love June. I'm down with June. June done been through a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I And I understand this, but I was like, I, mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cuckoo. Yeah. That's what I was thinking at first. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I was wondering, I was like she snapped something happened to yeah her. that's snapped. something happened and it's like what happened to make cause her to want to do this I was really hoping that it wasn't something like oh she had a child and because I was like that will be that will be too much after everything that would be devastating do. they better not have done like, that I was like please don't let Mm-mm. it be the case which is not too far from what happened. you know we find out later on but still I was just like Please don't let it be a, a. Please don't let it be a child. Please don't let it be her child. But I think the thing. Okay, I actually love this episode, but I had some problems with it too. Not <laughs> not in a bad way. Let's talk about the first. Oh, you had some problems. Okay. This dude, Adrian. Oh first God! Of all, the moment he walked through the door, June should have shot his ass. Mm-hmm. You see what this woman is doing. Apparently, you've been following her enough to find out where her her hidden cabin is, which that's gonna be, that's another thing I'm gonna have an issue with. But you followed her enough to know where her hidden cabin is. You saw what she had in the jar. You still felt like it was okay for you to just walk in this woman's house, like knock knock. I just want to talk, and then you barge in without being. Who does that? Who does that, especially in no this type of world? Mm-hmm. You what? But the minute he got on screen, I was like, "Hmm." Somebody who don't know better. Uh, nope. I was like, the moment he stepped on the screen, I was like, "This dude dying in this episode. He's dying <laughs> because he's not making smart decisions." No, not at all. This woman has a gun in your face while you're trying to tell her about your child. And she's telling you, I can't help you. I don't know who this is. Which, okay, yeah, he probably smelled her, June's bullshit from a mile away. But still, this woman has a gun pointed at you. You know she's good to use it. That part. And you still are trying to plead your case. Oh, there's others like me. We want to take down Padre. I'm going to come back every day until you change your mind. All right. 
that should have been the clue that she need, he needed to die right there. Right. You're going to lose more than a finger with her. Where every day. Or the other thing is, just like what she did, you're telling a woman who has told you she clearly wants nothing to do with people. She doesn't want you to come back. She has threatened you three times. If you come back, I will kill you. So he's not respecting her boundaries. Let me go back. Part. Yeah. That's one. He's not. He's not respecting her boundaries. Right. He wanted to but, make sure she meant what she said. Oh, okay. Okay. You know how people do when they break your boundaries. I was just making sure that's what you. Yeah, mean. that's what you. What you we'll meant? See. Okay. Are you we sure? You remember. You gonna f around and find out. <laughs> We have to remember this is Just part saying. of a world where um, people respecting other people's boundaries has not been discussed yet. They are still operating in pre Me Too movement, pre social media <laughs> etiquette, pre um, excuse me, you can't tell me what to do with my body, get out my personal space, pre COVID, all this stuff. They don't have those same considerations that we have now, but. Still, um, this woman just told you she would kill you if you come back. So one of two things are going to happen. You're going to come back the next day and she's going to kill you. Or you're going to come back the next day and she's going to be gone because who would stick around after that? You just invaded my personal space. You just dis- you literally just destroyed the sanctity of my home. However scarce that home is, or if you want to call it a home, a hideout, whatever. Shelter is mine. It's and I don't hers. want to and you just destroyed the sanctity of it by walking up in there like you own the shit. I just want to talk. She don't want to talk to you, clearly. Okay. Okay. He would have got shot as soon as he came through the door. Right. Who, who, who she nice. At least Look, shoot even him in the kneecap. Something. Shoot like, him in the kneecap and over. then find out what he needs. But you just walked up in What grandma club said, you walk over, you're gonna limp back. Like something. <laughs> Now, here's the other thing that bothered me about June's little space. Okay. So what we find out throughout the episode is that June used to be in Padre. Something happened that we'll discuss more in detail. Something happened and she left Padre. And she left Padre in a very distinct way. Um, what was it? There, there was something going on with some experiments. She wanted to stop the experiments and the person named Shrike, who is the person who we saw last episode taking Madison's blood, she apparently had a gun to uh, June's head and said, you're going to do what I tell you to do. And she couldn't, there was really nothing she could do. June fought back and she left Padre. But before she did, she took one of Shrike's fingers and this was, this is kind of like the kickoff of everything she's been doing because she said, I want, I took her trigger finger to make sure that she would not be able to do this to me or anybody else. Okay. I get it. I get it. Now here's the thing. They said that this has been going on for years because when the, the first two guys in the boat regain consciousness they're talking on the radio to dispatch and they're like you know that asshole cut our fingers off when i find them i'm gonna kill them because at this point they don't know mm-hmm. shrike should have known that it was june because 
she's doing the same thing to these people. I, th- I think she, I think she, she did know it. Okay. She said, I don't think the others may have known who it the was. others may not have known. Oh, okay, you should have but shared it. She knew. But she how shared it with the other she people. Said said, yeah. yeah, she should have said, "This is who you're looking for, and this is why." Now the other thing yeah. is, if Adrian was able to find June, and you know the general area that June is picking off your collectors cutting their fingers off and putting them back in the water. It's not like that cabin was underground. It's not like right. it was covered. If you were really looking for June, you'd have found her. You could have found her. Right. It's right. been years and she's still doing this? Y'all are allowed? Let's just, let's just go back real quick. <laughs> Why didn't you just kill Strike and not take her finger? Just kill her ass. I'm... Really? There was no reason to spare her life. No. You? Come on now. Wait, I'm trying to figure you that gangster out. gangster here. Come on now. You have killed people in the past. Right. Let's do for, this. Let's do for this. For less. Kill for less. Correct. I don't know if I would say for less. Because. I mean, outside of Virginia. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that, right. yeah, right. okay, well, yeah. Virginia 1000% deserved that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all the way. And she was cold with it too, walking in poo poo. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and Strike is no different. So you already knew where this was going. So you should have went ahead. She's the one to do it. Yeah, you could have ended it all. Okay, so this is the question because I need to go back and watch it one more time because. I'm sitting here and I'm trying to catch bits and pieces that I missed the first time I watched it. This was only the second time I watched it. So I know that June was talking about the experiments and she was saying what Shrike was doing. And then June said Mm -hmm. that the experiments that they ended up doing were her idea. This was something that she came up with and she Her June or her Shrike? June. June oh, said uh-huh. she came up with the what 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 we find out is that they were doing um treatments, experimental treatments on people who had been bitten. Um June said that she saw someone survive a bite longer than anyone ever had before, which she was talking about Alicia. Yep. And she said that person had been exposed to radiation, so she thought maybe the radiation can help keep the sickness or the turning, you know, the death, whatever, at bay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she came up with that part. And then when she saw how um, how much suffering the patients were going through, because she said it was helping. So there, there might be a cure there. But when she saw one of the patients, a young girl named Hannah, who we find out later is this Adrian's daughter, when she saw what the treatment was doing to her, she wanted to put her out of her misery so she wouldn't suffer. Shrike was the one who said, no, you can't kill her. I want to watch her turn because we need to collect that data. We need to see what would happen, how long it would take, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, does Shrike have any type of medical experience? I mean, I know that, I don't know, because I feel like I can't, like y'all, I can't understand any other reason why June would have kept her alive. 
Like maybe there were other patients there who if June left needed to be taken care of and maybe Shrike was the only other person who could mm -hmm. do it. Because at the end, what does she say when all the stuff happens with Finch, who we'll talk about later as well? She said, I'm the, you know, why would you kill me? I'm the only person that can help or we are. So I feel like she may have some kind of experience. Because other than that, like you said, I, I don't understand why. There's you, no, why there's no reason. Mm -mm, no reason. None that I can see. Right. Okay, so anyway, let's let's get a little bit more into the episode. So after Adrian has invaded June's space, she, of course, she sits there until nightfall. She's looking at this picture that he left of, of uh, his daughter. And it's almost like she's sitting there staring at it. And then she makes a decision. She gets up, she starts packing stuff. She packs some guns. She packs the jar of fingers and she leaves. And then the next day, Here's another boat with more collectors. Well, I think it's more collectors. There's one person with a hood on, well, two people with a hood on and one person who has a complete full hood on. So you can't see them at all. June shoots them with the tranquilizing darts. Like I said, one of the guys falls over the boat. He drowns and she gets ready to cut one of the collector's fingers off. And she happens to look through that mask she pulls it down. There's Dwight. The power right. couple. So obviously, if Dwight is on one side, here's Sherry on the other, which it is. Mm -hmm. And June is just like, shit. Shit, shit, shit. Because they can't cut their fingers off. Can't cut their fingers off. And then while she's sitting here, like thinking about her dumb luck, here comes uh somebody beating her <laughs> the with the dark gun. And it's a, it's a little kid named Finch, and he's about to call Padre and, you know, say, hey, our boat got attacked, blah, 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 blah. And in the midst of all this, Dwight and Sherry, they regain consciousness. They recognize June, and they have a conversation, basically like, look, so this is what you decided to do when you left Padre? I'm like, damn, they all of y'all drink the Padre Kool-Aid. Now, I can understand right. why Dwight and Sherry would have. I got a question before that. I got a question before we even get to that. How did they wake up from the dark so fast? That's because you know that everybody else was out long enough to get their finger cut off. Yeah, and not feel it and stuff. And I thought the same. It. I thought so the same. How did they wake up in 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 five minutes? It was oh, it less potent. You wanted them to feel. Oh, the but you know what? She the darts were still in them. So if you notice the with the first set of guys. When she pulled the darts out, more of the liquid was coming. It's it's almost like the dart was in them and the liquid was still in the dart. And then as she was pulling the dart out, the liquid was going in them. So maybe they didn't have enough of the tranquilizer in them because the darts were still in them when they um when they woke up. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm, okay. So other than that, I, I don't know. I mean our armor they were magical dot darts right yeah just just for them too though i mean make if it has to be for anybody it's got to be for dwight and sherry yeah, so anyway apparently yeah. at this point they haven't seen each other in years they're figuring out oh june you're the one who's you know taking the collector's fingers like what the fuck what what are you doing what's going on this little kid is sitting off to the side he starts moaning in pain and it turns out this kid has appendicitis they were on their way to take him to the clinic which why do you not have a clinic on the island that 
makes no that sense that to too me, but that okay. too yeah so, that's a question right we're confused about that but so, seriously why wouldn't you when all the kids are on the island so if they get sick that part you would have medical there well, uh, maybe, they, maybe they have basic medical and then something that's i don't know like maybe they were going to a, a actual hospital which i don't think is on an island because even right here when they're telling june about it they say the hot the clinic is 20 miles away so maybe they actually have a medical facility that they're using i don't know but they they have this conversation with june they're talking to her they send the little kid over to the you know they tell him to get off the boat or whatever because they need to have a conversation with her they're trying to negotiate okay so since we can't get to the the clinic now because when june tried to take the uh dart gun away from finch who is the little kid gun accidentally goes off pokes a hole in the raft okay now you you don't have any inflation okay so their compromise is you perform the surgery and we'll get you a boat and June is like, I don't have the tools to perform a surgery. Why is this so important to you? Then she happens to look over at the kid, which I was like, come on, June. Let's put two and two together. Like almost immediately. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> but I can I, I, I can kind of sort of understand why it took time for those dots to connect. Because as she realizes, she was like, that's your kid. The one you were pregnant with when they found mm -hmm. us on the rafts. So of course we know Padre has this thing about splitting their the children from their parents. So the fact that they're even all still at Padre was shocking enough to me. So mm -hmm. apparently what happened is Sherry gave birth. They don't know that Dwight is the father of this child. And they've of course separated Sherry from her child. Sherry works in the nursery Dwight is actually one of the trainers who is teaching the kids combat training, teaching them how to protect themselves. Sherry somehow got herself reassigned when Finch got sick so that she could accompany Dwight to the clinic with Finch. And all those happy coincidences just happened to fall into place. But whatever, we're good. We see Dwight, we see Sherry, we see Joan. We're good. We think. Right? Mm-hmm. So June decides, okay, I know you know, once she realizes this is their kid, then she's like, Okay, I know a place we can do the surgery, but if I do the surgery, y'all gotta get me a boat. They're like, Okay, cool, bet we'll do it. She goes to this railroad museum that we see a sign for at the beginning of the episode, and they come in and obviously it looks like it used to be some type of medical you know, facility, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it still has power to it. All she has to do is flip the uh, control box and they've got a cart full of power. Now, I understand that she needed the power to do the surgery. She needed the electricity. But again, I was like, okay, first of all, y'all are on a cart that's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. So if these bright ass lights come on, it's going to be very obvious. Not just obvious. to the Padre people. To everyone. To, to anybody who's on that. Walkers. Parents. I was like, okay. I couldn't write. It's supposed to be a safe space. Yeah. And first of all, June has done surgery in way less. 
She doesn't need power. What are you talking about? I don't know. That's an appendectomy, though. She might need some. Well, she did surgery in the back of a tractor trailer. <laughs> but you know what? When, it wasn't, wasn't. That wasn't because you're talking about with John, with John, right? He had a, what was it, a gunshot or something? No, I thought so, it was another person in there. She she halfway saved her. Maybe he didn't. She didn't save. I can't remember when she was with Sarah when they didn't have a hospital, and that's when she complained she didn't have a hospital and she was doing all this stuff in the back of a a truck. Yes, back of the truck, similar to this. It it, it kind of resembled. Yeah, that. so yeah. she could do it without some power. Well, no, because if I remember correctly, that guy that she had. Um, he had some kind of brain hemorrhage and she tried to do surgery and she didn't have what she needed and he died and he ended up turning. I do remember that part. Yeah, I, I do too, but I mean that's I'm better than having everyone Yeah. Yeah, that's better than having everyone knocking at the door. I <laughs> Hey, what y'all in there doing? <laughs> <laughs> we can see the lights are on. Oh, we can see through the window. Right. Right. They ain't even trying to make it dark. Nothing from outside. Hey, no, come I on mean, in. You know how you have doctors have the viewing room. The, the viewing room. No, yeah, you try. Yeah. So anyway, they get on. They get onto this train. It's obviously been used for some kind of medical something. And the thing that threw me at first was you hear like walkers, or you hear a walker, and she's walking in, and you don't see the walker. And I'm like, did they put the wrong sound in the scene? And then you realize there is a head, an animated head in some kind of little contraption right over the little surgical, um, the, the stretcher. I was like, mm-mm, something wrong with this. This, is, this, this picture don't look right, mm -hmm. you know? And she starts prepping Finch for surgery. And she's like, okay, we're going to get this done. Here's the anesthesia. Dwight and Sherry have these kind of little moments with Finch where I was like, if this little boy don't know that they're his parents, but That's again, funny. he but again, he's been raised in, in and his parents left him. Birth. Yeah. And that his so parents left him. He probably doesn't know how to recognize those things, but I was like, uh, -uh. he just know that red, what was his name? Red. What's Kites. Dwight's name? Red, Red Kite, Kite is just a friendly man mm -hmm. who teaches him how to do things. Mm -hmm. and, and no, Sherry, honey, that's your daddy. What was Sherry's code name? I don't remember. I'm going to have to write down all of the code names. But um, so anyway, while they're sitting there talking, June asked Sherry to go get something from a shelf. Now, when they come in, they've seen like Sherry had paid attention to the fact that there are some files and there's like one file in particular that talks about radiation therapy and something else. So when she goes to get whatever it is off the shelf, she sees this folder and it's got photographs of people with sores and what looks like radiation poisoning and all this other stuff. And Sharon's like, um, excuse me, before you touch my child, can you bring your ass over here and explain <laughs> Let me holler at you for a minute. Right. And she was like, I told y'all I wasn't going to answer any questions. Sharon said, um, no, this, you, you about to answer this. What the fuck is this? Before you touch him, what is this? Before she can really give an answer, here comes that damn Adrian. Now, first of all, why are you leaving the door open on the train cart? Again. 
when you coming in, not not June. Adrian left it open. When he's coming up the train cart, you see the, the door that he came in is, is wide open. Dude, do you not realize that one, you got walkers in the area. Two, you got people probably looking for her. Three, you know that she has collectors in there and you know she has a child because you've been following her. So right. you know at some point somebody is about to come looking for them. But you leave the door open. I was like, okay. So it was like all these little things that were nagging at me through the episode. Okay, we're gonna go with it. Hey, Here they just lost their mind. Here comes Adrian with his gun. And he's like, Oh, so yeah, you you're helping these collectors. And June is like, it's not what you think it is. You got one gun on three people. All who have ties to Padre or who, you know, have been in Padre, you at this point, you don't really know what the situation is. Right. But you know that Padre collectors, they got to know how to handle their shit. So you coming in there with your one little gun against three people and somebody calls you on the radio and you think this is a good time to reach down to answer the radio. I was like, yeah, he died. <laughs> I want to go, please kill him. Dwight is, I would say this, Dwight has, uh, Dwight has matured because I, I, I'm going to tell you now, if that's my son on the operating table and you come in with a gun and you're threatening me and now us fighting has caused the gun to go off and and shoot the control box and now we have no electricity and my son is still sitting on this operating table under anesthesia i'm about to kick we your about ass. to have some problems your ass about to die but i think i don't know maybe dwight was like okay this guy keeps saying you're gonna help me find my daughter and maybe that was what dwight was like okay i'm not gonna kill him because if it was my child i'd be trying to do whatever too but right. when i tell you Adrian was getting on my nerves and every time that he started mentioning his daughter or he would come to June she would have this look on her face I was like dude your daughter is dead look at her correct face. look at the way she is looking I mean because she won't say anything so at this point you'd be like okay I don't think my child is alive right and not only that at this point I was like June knows that little girl she knows that little girl mm-hmm and then I started thinking about where they were and I was like oh this is not going to have a happy ending at all at all so what happens is they start June tells them okay hey there's a backup box at the back of the train we just you know we just need to get to it we can turn the electricity on I can do the surgery White gets ready to go through the train car and June stands in front of him. I'm like, didn't you just tell him to go turn the box? What? Like, you're, you're giving me co conflicting, you know, whatever, June. And she was like, you can't go this way. Okay, well, why not? Because there's dead in there. They're like, what are you talking about? Read the room, people. Y'all are in a car that has all kinds of medical things and a and a, a walker head suspended from a lighting apparatus. Put and you found the file folder. With the dead inside. Okay. Found the file folder. 
So you, I need you, you to put two and two this. together and come up with four and know that they were doing something on this train, which is what, what she starts explaining to them when Dwight is mm-hmm. like, well, why can't we go this way? So what happened was this Shrike person was trying to find a way to cure Walker bites. They were doing experiments on people, testing them with radiation. And yeah, she kind of doesn't finish that statement right then and there, not fully. But that's enough to let me know. Hmm. That Shrike ain't got mm-hmm. she ain't got too much going on upstairs either. But you know, June is telling them, look, this is this is what they were doing. They wanted me to do experiments on people. And I didn't want to do it. I tried to leave. She put a gun on me, told me I had to finish doing whatever, whatever. I left. I t- I cut her finger off and I've been running ever since because I didn't want to do this. I was like, okay, so here goes Dwight. Here goes Sherry. They're walking on top of the, the car train to get to the control box in the back the backup box they turn it on and then this agent starts having this conversation with june about i know why you won't get close to people because you don't want you don't want uh padre to use them against you but i don't know what happened to you to make you this way and i'm sorry but i'm not giving up on my daughter i was like preaching to the choir at this point you are preaching to the choir (laughs) i was just like Dude, they're like, you're not reading her face. The fact that these people who are in here with her are calling her by her name and they have a little bit of familiarity about them. And concern. Like, you know, these are some of the people that she was talking about that Padre probably used against her. Mm-hmm. Joan didn't want to be there. She was trying to get on a boat and get out. That's what she was going to do. She was going to take their fingers throw them out of the boat and take the boat. It just so happens that she knew the people who were in the boat and that's why she is where she is now. But if June had been able to do what she was supposed to do, this would have been going on. Adrian would have been still looking for his daughter. June would have been gone and there's no telling what would have happened to Finch without being on the boat. But he probably would have died from appendicitis. Probably. Probably. But um here okay, here's the other thing. So Dwight and Sherry, they climb back on the train. They're walking across, and you know, D- Dwight does this thing where he was like, What's wrong, honey? And she just kind of she doesn't say anything. He was like, What? What is it? And she was like, I just can't snap back to the way things were. And at first I thought she was talking about her and him. But no, she was like, after hearing about the experiments that Padre was doing, I can't go back there. I can't take Finch back there. We can't. Hey, how about this? But she was also talking about them too, because they haven't been together either. And he all pulling the honey thing. They haven't. But the thing is, and I thought that at first too, but they've been separated before and come back together so i don't think she was talking nah, about but this, because this is right it's a little bit longer and you don't know that you before they had that they were in love and they were just separated from negan and then they went off and he's searching for her and he's like the hope i'm gonna find her here like she literally is in the other camp 
And we have to not, we can't even show that we are together. Yeah. But then as soon as we together. We barely even know each other. Right. And as soon as we together, you're going to throw out the honey card. But that's what she said back too. But this is the thing. Right after she says that, and he was like, well, we only have today. She, She turns around immediately. Well, what if we don't? What if we leave, take Finch, go start off somewhere, be a family again? That's why I said, I don't think she was talking about him because immediately she was like, I can't do this Padre thing anymore. Let's take our son. Let's get the hell on. Let's start over. Let's be a family again. That was so different from the Sherry right after they reunited from Negan because that Sherry, she was like, I still love you, but we don't know each other. I don't know if this is what we're supposed to be doing. This Sherry, she was like, no. I just saw all that shit downstairs. Give me my yeah. son. Give me my husband. But I don't really I don't really think she was even really I don't even think the motivation was their relationship when she turned around and said that. That motivation was that was her her child, her baby. And the shit she just saw in that folder and what they as they doing. I he mean, coming yeah. along because we need to stay together. Like that's all. But if he said no, her ass would have been packing up Finch and they out the door. That's that's true, and I do believe that. But but I do yeah. also believe that she was like, "Nah, we, I, I'm okay. We can still be a family." But that was just too much. You seeing, honey, just call my name, Sherry or Yellow Orchid, whatever my name is. I mean, <laughs> she said that herself. She's like, "Look." We made a decision years ago because we thought Padre was a safe yeah. place for our son. But after what I just saw, that's not. We Mm-mm. look, we, there's no need for us to keep doing this at all. Let's take him, yeah. let's go. No. You know, I, yeah, I, I still think that, you know, like she and like she was saying, she said, This feels like sanctuary. She was like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to do this shit again. No, mm-hmm. I'm taking my son, I'm taking my husband, mm-hmm. we're gonna find someplace safe. And then we're gonna find some way to let everybody in Padre know what's going on. Now, my thing was, you think most of the people in Padre don't know? At least that's how I feel. But I don't again, think they we do. Don't, we don't know too much about Padre, but I feel like they're probably like, oh yeah. There's some. I think I don't think so. I think there's there's hierarchies, and I think they organize it really well where certain people know certain things. Probably. You know what I'm saying? So the people who were in charge of helping um, June and Strike with the experiments, they know. But Mm -hmm. then, like, the friends who are kidnapping kids, they only know about kidnapping kids. Mm -hmm. Because only, you know, Madison in the before when the last season, she only knew certain things. Right. Right, they wouldn't. Yeah, remember, she didn't even know where Padre was. Right, they blindfolded. Blind, yeah, she kidnapped the kids and then was blindfolded. Yeah. So it's like I think they have like you know clearance. You got to get that clearance. Right. Level. Okay. So here is the other thing that was bothering me. I understand you're sitting here, you're trying to decide your future, trying to figure out where to go with your son and your husband. What what are we going to do? We can't, we can do this. I, you know, you'll be a great father. I saw that when you gave him a little air freshener thing. We can do this. We, we, we can fix this. That's a little air freshener thing. <laughs> <laughs> then y'all, y'all, y'all share a kiss, which I'm like, okay, cool. Y'all are on top of a fucking train. While people are looking for you and your mm. son is downstairs getting ready for surgery. I'm going to need y'all to not one. There not is no wrong time to declare your love. No wrong time. 
Obviously, Ever. there is because the moment they there kissed is. that damn train ceiling fell from up under them and they ended up in the car sure with some of the walkers. <laughs> so obviously, a wrong time for you to declare your love is definitely not on the top of a train <laughs> while people oh, are looking train. for you. Oh, rusty train. Because Amtrak would know. <laughs> when they fell, and I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I've never been on an Amtrak train. I've never been on one of those trains. So I don't know the structure and how it's made. Where the hell did all those boulders come from that fell in with them? I don't know. Maybe they yeah. were trying to repair the roof and they had the rocks. They were standing in the exact space of the roof repair. And so they had the rocks holding the corners down until it soldered together and yeah. No, <laughs> nah, I can't go with that. I'm sorry. No. It was worth a try. No, yes. So anyway, they kissed, they, you know, the the floor falls from up under them. They end up in one of the train cars with a whole bunch of gross walkers. And mm -hmm. um, you know, June hears the commotion. She calls on the radio and Dwight was like, we just fell into a car with a whole bunch of walkers like I've never seen before. Dude, you're on a car with medical equipment. Look at these walkers. They obviously are failed experiments. You've got bald-headed walkers with various states of radiation poisoning. You've got lesions. Some of them have, have like blood on their head. Dude, of course you've never seen those kinds of walkers before. You've never seen walkers being experimented on to this degree. I was just like, who? I had to be like Anthony. I was like, who is doing the right thing? <laughs> like, now, don't get me wrong. I liked the episode. I loved seeing June. I love seeing Dwight and Sherry and kind of seeing what's going on with them. But some of the things in this episode, I was just like, y'all, why? Who was making these decisions? Yeah, They didn't read it thoroughly when, when they wrote it. No, they did not. I, I don't know. Or filmed it. So anyway, of course, they're on this train. They're trying to get away from some of the um, the walkers. Dwight shoots as many as he can, and then they get up on the the luggage racks, and they're kind of stuck up there because all of these walkers are trying to get to them. Joan calls on the radio, and she's trying. You know, she's like, "I'm coming to you." They're like, "No, Finch needs you. Go ahead and do the surgery. If something happens to us, promise us you'll take care of him." June looks back to him and she was like, I'm coming. I said, that is a woman who is, she, at this point, I feel like her trauma is kind of similar to Carol. It's like she cares about kids, but she's like, I can't lose another child. Right. And that's how I knew then when, when he said, take care of Finch. And she looked back at him and then she was like, I'm coming. And Dwight was steadily telling her, no, no, no. I said, that's, a, that's, that's the decision of a woman who has already lost another child and she's not about to do that again. And I was like, yeah. And then when Adrian tried to go and he was like, are you doing this because it's the best thing for the kid or because you don't want to have to take care of somebody else? You don't want to have to care for somebody else. I was looking at him like, dude. And then when she said, don't follow me, I said, bruh, your child is on this damn train somewhere. 
and she is trying to keep you from seeing it. And sure enough, what did he do? Followed her. Followed her. Now, here's the okay, here go another gripe. So she got she goes onto this cart. First of all, very governor vibes with the heads and the the formaldehyde or whatever it was that they're in. Mm-hmm. You got the walkers that are chained to the to the walls with you know neck shackles and feet shackles and arm shackles and you, again you see them they're all bald they have varying stages of radiation poisoning and lesions and stuff when she gets to the point where she has to start shooting them because they get loose um at some point she falls on one and another one is coming close to her know if it's because they're already dead but does that not pose a danger for her being so close to these lesions that were caused by radiation or am I just not understanding the science come on Michelle you're the science girl help me out (laughs) she's like I got nothing I got nothing you got nothing okay (laughs) I got nothing because remember, because even when in in the beginning, when remember when they were trying to bomb the 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 tower, mm-hmm. yes, they had the radiation little people. They was like, stay away from them, stay away from them. Right. So for a for a short time. So one that makes me feel like June is not long for this world, maybe. Or at least she wouldn't have been before the end of the episode. But, but I feel like we don't know point, if we don't know if prior to when they using the radiation to experiment, she may have had some protection. You know, because right. otherwise she should have been she should have been fucked right. up. And I mean, and yeah, because it, and then it depends on like if the, she's doing it like before the the end of the world, like how it was done. I don't know. Well, no, you know what? Now that now that we're sitting here talking through it, if she's basing her, if she based her experiments um based on Alicia's exposure and then her getting bit, maybe with the fact that they all came from the same area, they were all in Texas when the, the nuclear warheads went off and they were all living through that radiation, maybe she does have a semblance of protection because of that so well, I, when, I mean i don't know how that would work against radiation as opposed okay to so when they do radiation now like because i've never been with anybody who had radiation done so like how's it done in the hospital now like intravenously well maybe that's what she's doing now i don't know yeah, well yeah because I don't, I like you said, I don't know what radiation therapy entails, so I don't know. Yes, but they're not looking nothing like the ones from the oh. bomb. So, <laughs> so clearly, yeah. this has to be done in a more proper and safer way. Right, right. So I don't know. I was just bothered by the fact that she's in the, you know, she's got this very close exposure, and then you know she gets knocked to the ground. She lands on one, and she shoots, she shoots it, and then. The other one is grabbing at her when Adrian comes in the room and shoots it. And I was just like, that's, yeah, because they're, I just feel like they're clean looking. There's, but still, that's a lot of, that's a lot of bodily fluids, contaminated bodily fluids that are 
just being shot around. But anyway. But it's not going to be the same amount of radiation from the bomb. Yeah. Because that it's was a control. Uh, I guess a control not as concentrated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same as when oh when the power plant was it the power plant that went out? Mm-hmm. That that yeah, so not even that amount of radiation. Yeah, yeah. Because if they're if she's doing and she did say um after all of this, she did say that they had a radiation therapy, she had radiation therapy equipment that they found in a hospital. So okay, she, so they okay, were doing yeah, so okay. yeah, they were doing it the yeah. yeah, a certain amount, like probably more that would more than what you would get for killing cancer, but not, not enough, enough to, to just completely destroy the person. Right. But it was enough to help fight the um I don't know. But yeah. Alicia was so different. So it's like, why would you even base like that's your baseline? Okay, so now I'm getting to the science. That's your baseline. That ain't a good baseline. Because one, yes, she was bitten. But the only reason why she is struggling this long is honestly is because of that delay in cutting her arm off. Because mm-hmm. if she cut it off sooner, she'd be fine. But right. it was a delay. So it's just a tiny bit of it just still in her system that her body is fighting off. And she young. Mm-hmm. And it may have nothing to do with the radiation. So that's like, that's not a good person to base your baseline on. I need someone who been bitten, nothing was cut off, and she walking around like, hey, I just got a slight fever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But of course, like a in common this kind cold. Of world, you really can't find that kind of ideal pet subject. subject. So. Well, strike <laughs> me. You- she made her ideal subject. Yeah, she did. Like, and then, like, did you? Ain't no cutting this off. Right. Like, did you like find people who was bitten, or I think that's what I think that was using the contraption caused people to also be bitten, or a combo. I think it was from what Shrike was saying. The whole purpose of all of these experiments was to save people, and she was saying we never killed anybody. These people came to us already. I think that's what you think. Well, yeah. That's what. Okay. Right. So we can give it the benefit of the doubt, but supposedly they were only experimenting on people who had already been bitten. So why is there a head on a head on a lever then? Because that means they must have used that before. I think that was was in it. I think that's probably what, what she ended up doing to Hannah. Um, because as we find out after Adrian, um, after Adrian saves June and they go in and they save, um, Sherry and Dwight with Finch, who has woken up from his anesthesia and is like, I'm going to go help. I was like, I can hear Casey. Casey's like, he a whooper. but if you wake up in a strange place and everybody that you, that were around you when you, when you went to sleep is gone you're gonna go looking for them you know mm-hmm. you're not just gonna stay in this th- strange place and be like okay i guess i'll just wait for them to come back because you living in a zombie apocalypse they might not come back you don't know what's happened to them but they go in they save dwight and sherry and um you know finch is proud because he has killed one of the walkers 
And he's like, I'm gonna tell Padre that I did this. And Sherry's like, um, we're not going back to Padre. We're not going. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Why not? And then that's when they tell him that they're his parents. And he's like, uh-uh, no. He doesn't want to believe it. But then what happens is they're getting ready to go back. And Adrian turns around and he sees a little girl, Walker, through the next car door. And it is his daughter. So at this point, he attacks June because he was like, you knew she was here. You knew she was dead. And you didn't, you know, that's why you wouldn't help me. And that's when she lets the truth out. She was like, I knew her back when she was alive. She was treat. I was treating her for an asthma attack. She was in pain. She wanted her daddy. And, um, you know, he was like, well, you killed her with your spin. She was like, no, she went out on a run and she got bit. And she was like, you know, she reminded me of my daughter. So I tried to take care of her. I tried to keep her safe, but she went out on a run. She got bit and she got bit in the back. So there was nothing for me to amputate. Shrike brought, brought, I brought her here because I needed to try to save her life. So June brought her there knowing that they were doing the experiments. And because she had no other alternative, she was not about to let this little girl die. So she tried the radiation therapy on her. She said it was starting to help, but the amount of radiation that it took made her condition worse or made her worse. I don't know if it, you know, it probably slowed down the bite, but everything else was, I I don't know. So she said she wanted to put Hannah out of her misery and Shrike would not allow her to. And when June refused to do any more treatment, she put a gun to June's head and basically was like, no, you're going to finish these experiments. That's when June fought back. She took Shrike's finger and she got the hell on. But unfortunately, Hannah Hannah died. So, you know, Adrian is sitting there. Now I know why you now I know why you don't want to get close to people. Now I know I understand. You know, he goes to the door and he kneels and he, you know, says he's sorry to his daughter. Then he opens up the door and walks in. I was like, yep, he's about to die. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, right into her arms. Yep, because he was like, she was the only became thing a snack. Was, she was the only thing I had to live for. Mm-hmm. That was his purpose. So he walks in there, and he's just like, "I'm so sorry, well, he, baby." He, he wasn't so gonna sorry. make it to the end of the episode. Anyway, I know, so. I know, but still, the way that he I went out, it. like that was sad. But I was like, dude, yeah. you should have known from the beginning that this was not gonna end well. Like every time you asked June about her, June was like. I don't know her. I can't he, help you. I can't he had hope you. because they took the children, but they were keeping the children safe. They just took them from the parents. So you just would have thought yeah. that your kid would die on their watch. Right. And I mean, even for Dwight and Sherry, when Adrian first came into the car, Dwight was like, hey, look, we can help you find your child. Padre hasn't lost the child yet. So obviously they have been keeping information from some of the other collectors. Right. Yeah. They don't have yeah. the clearance. So right. they don't know what's going on. Right. They probably lost a few kids. Probably. But then the good, the only good thing about this, I think, is that when June is telling this tale about what, what happened and what Padre was doing and what Shrike was doing, Finch heard it all. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there probably looking like, yeah, this is not some shit I'm going back to. No, okay. You know what? You want to be, you, you say you're my dad and you're my mommy. Okay, yeah. Let's, Let's go. go have this surgery so we can get the hell on. So they do the surgery. 
he's you know on the table in recovery june i mean excuse me sherry and dwight they tell june okay we'll get you that boat but we want to go with you and she was like that's not what we agree why you know why would you do this and dwight was like look we're going to take Finch. We're going to go somewhere. We're going to be a family. And she was like, what does that have to do with me? He's like, you're our family. You're still our family. We are a family. We, <laughs> we want you with us. June, at that point, I think she starts feeling a little bit of hope, which she does. should have told her that shit was about to go sideways real quick. Correct. What What? <laughs> what is it that your spouse likes to say, Michelle? Hope is the what does he say? Where Hope. is he? Where is he? Hope is something. <laughs> what do you say about hope? That hope is what? Hope is where dreams go to die. Yes, that's it. Hope is where dreams go to die. That is his saying. He said that I don't know how many times while we were discussing Shadow and Bone, he said it during others. So yes, that is the saying. Hope is where dreams go to die. So when June had that little hope, oh, well, I guess Adrian, you know, he died and, you know, he didn't want me to be alone. And uh, okay, this is a guy who you kept talking about you were going to shoot and kill. And now all of a sudden you're like inspired by his words because he decided to go you know, like you said, Michelle, be a snack for his daughter. Okay, yeah. So she tells Dwight and Sherry that she needs to go and put Adrian and Hannah down first um, because she owes them that much. And as she turns to leave, here comes Padre people from the front, Padre people from the back, and Shrike shows her face. I was like, okay, this is about to be interesting. Uh -huh. Right. They knock June mm -hmm. out, and when June comes to, she's laying on a surgical table, and Shrike is, you know, talking to her. She was like, yeah, as soon as you started cutting off fingers, I knew it was you, and she takes her glove off, and she's got a, um, you know, she's got a little prosthetic finger, and I was like, that's when I was looking like, how did you think that she wouldn't figure out it was you, June? Right. And now she's got you where she wants. She's got Dwight, she's got Sherry, and obviously, I guess, Padre may have told her what's going on because she was like, yeah. She said, when we heard that a transport got hit and they had a child on board that needed surgery, I knew he was going to come here. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I understand good intentions and all, but what is it that they say? The is paved with good right. intentions. She should have just did it in her little cabin. Correct. You should have got what she and left. Yes, that. but y'all been sitting there with the lights on, playing music, shooting, having a party, a discussion, <laughs> playing a cards. Interlude. I mean, so of course, someone's gonna show up. Of course, of course. And what Shrike does is, you know, she tells June, uh, or she, first she explains to Sherry and Dwight what it was that they were doing she was like no the whole purpose of this was to save lives and that's what we, she was like and then you know june decided to up and leave but no that's okay we're gonna finish our work and june was like i'm not doing shit for you so shrike is like you just need some motivation she has one of her people walk in with adrian's head and she puts it in the little contraption over where finch is still laying unconscious from the anesthesia 
Sherry and Dwight are looking at her like, bitch, what are you about to do? And she's just like, what? She presses a button and the arm starts moving with the walker head. So you know what I thought was going about to happen. I didn't think they were going to let him bite him. I, yeah, I thought Mo was going to pop up in there and start popping up. Boop, 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 boop. I thought that's what's country. about to happen. She is she is back on the island trying to learn. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about, really talking about Morgan. I thought Morgan was going to come in there. I did not expect to see what I saw. Man. So the head starts going towards Finch. At this point, Dwight and Sherry have given up all pretense. Everybody on that fucking train car knows that this is their child. Sherry is screaming, crying, no, 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 wait, no. June is sitting there looking like, please don't do this. And she tries to stop Shrike. One of the soldiers grabs her, pulls her. And then I think the saddest thing to me at that point was while Dwight and Sherry are sitting there screaming and hollering and trying to get to their son, June just stands there defeated and doesn't say a word because she knows at this point there is nothing she can do. And Shrike keeps moving with the head. And then the head goes into Finch's shoulder and starts chewing. I'm looking at the TV screen like, this I... bitch has to die. Correct. She needs to die. And Dwight is like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill, kill you. And that's when she says, why would you do that? I'm the only person that can help him. Oh, mm -mm. excuse me. We are. Because at this point now, she knows she has June exactly where she wants her. Because June is not going to let Finch die, especially knowing that this is Dwight and Sherry's child. Right. She's not going to let that happen. So now she has to continue with these experiments because now she has to try to save Finch. I was like, you some of a bitch. Right. To die. I was like, I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't. Are we going there? She really gonna let this happen? She that's what she I said. I'm like, they're not gonna let them fight the baby. Right. I'm like the adults, sure, not the but baby. not the kids. Really? Because here's the thing, you have to think about it. If Mo is eight, almost nine, that means Finch is only seven. Correct. I can't believe she did that. Which he seems a little bit old for seven, but we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with it. Okay, let's do five. Okay, kindergarten first, second. No, yeah, it can be second. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had a and second. Plus, you know, I mean, he can be seven because seven can be like second, third grade. You know, he may be going on eight. That's good. Okay. But well, I'm like, mm -mm. no. And then, okay, then I have to do some work and you take my finger. Right. That's what I said. So, like, I'm supposed to be conscious of enough to now help him and help myself because I lost a finger. <laughs> and and she took only... it off on the surgery hand. Right. Like, like... when June was taking fingers, she was knocking y'all's asses out. She was she was sterilized. Thank you. A clean oh, cut. She had a knife and was like. She got, that, she got that little scalpel with the serrated edge and started sawing. I was like, this bitch has to die. She needs Ugh. to die a slow and painful death. About that. 
Every time I watch it, just me. <laughs> right. I, I, I can't watch it either. June's, June's scream was enough. Yeah. I was like, this bitch got to die. She yeah. took June's finger. Oh, she gonna get hers. Talking about, yes. oh, we have and to I hope it's Madison that give it to her. As much as I don't like Madison. No, mm-hmm. it needs to be Dwight. It needs to be Dwight. For what she just did to his child, it needs to be Dwight. It needs to be Sherry. Even more than yes. Dwight. It needs to be Sherry. That is the child that she carried in her belly. It needs to be Sherry. Sherry needs to fuck that bitch up something good. Mm-hmm. Good. That's why I don't believe that people came there bitten. You might be they right. Need, they needed test subjects. She, she, Because clearly... She has done this before and not had an issue with it. Right. This wasn't new. Because you, you saw how she was looking as the head was going. She was just like, okay. It's right. Tuesday. Just <laughs> yeah. no what I'm whatsoever. Right. I'm going to go have a snack after this. Right. <laughs> and even we need to make sure Blue Jay is going to hold her end of the, uh, is, you know, going to do what. Because even as Dwight and Sherry are sitting there screaming, her her whole face was just like whatever. Psychopath. Like no sympathy. Sociopath. Yeah, but we knew that from when she was trying to get all that blood from Madison. We knew she didn't care. So now that really makes me stop and think again, like why is she getting the blood? Was the blood part of the experiments? Probably because so. If you think cause... about it, because it oh oh because if you think about it, June started the pro June started the experiments because of Alicia. Madison is Alicia's mother. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I I don't know because then that would mean that June knew it has to it has well it has to be because they were taking blood all the time from Madison so they had to be using the blood for something and we thought that that was a bite but it was a a bruise I mean that was a debate online about that but it had to be for a reason so they were using or maybe they I don't know because the thing about it is as a scientist you would think okay if Alicia was the baseline but see, Madison wasn't exposed to radiation. She wasn't. So I wouldn't take blood from her. I would take blood from Morgan, who was exposed to radiation. But maybe, maybe they were trying. Or hell, to- even Grace. Grace was exposed before. Oh, beforehand. Yeah, she's super exposed. Yeah. So but maybe they decided to take it from Madison because, okay, again, Padre knew who Madison's children were. If June happened to mention Alicia's name when she said that, you know, I knew someone who had been exposed and, uh, you know, who lived longer with a bite than she should have, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they kind of put two and two together and was like, okay, let's see if there's something in the blood that makes, you know, yeah, I don't know. So, but they were using her blood, so they were probably testing it out because they were constantly getting blood. And that would be the only reason. It wasn't to see if she was ovulating. So clearly it had to be, right. you know, right. we ain't trying to have more kids now on the planet. So it has to be <laughs> the only other option of you continuously taking my blood mm-hmm. is to test it. Yeah. So. Since my, my daughter is not around, it'd be kind of interesting if Alicia just popped up and she's still like running around with a fever. But Girl, We did not 
see, see your body. We did not. I'm just saying she could actually be okay and being around the fallout. Yeah. Wait a second. She was on the beach. She was on she was on um she she to, Yeah, she she, was, to, she went back to the she supposedly Oh, she did get up and go. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, I forgot about that. So, yeah, she We didn't see a body. So she could We did see a body, but I mean, there's still a lot of people just out there wandering around. So it, we we need to circle back or close this. We do you know. because we still need to find out what happened to Daniel, to Luciana, to Sarah, to Wendell, to uh, well, seven years down the line, I'm pretty sure Charlie is gone because she was dying very quickly of the radiation poisoning. Yeah. So what else are we missing? Um, even though. I have a feeling we probably will never find out what happened. I still want to know what happened to the goddamn kids. Because right, they, I mean, they didn't make it to the raft, so obviously they probably died in the in the fallout from the warheads. But still, can y'all? Somebody needs to say. Somebody needs to say. We need to talk about that. I mean, or at least mention it. Like mention it. I mean, if you, we're not gonna have. If, we had and they died. And, right, and we know who is not going to be on the show. So, like, clearly tell us what happened. Yeah. Because the thing about the, the let's say let's go back to Walking Dead. About that, we had everything close out, or it's gonna be a part of a spinoff. Not everything. So we know. It's, well, not you mean okay. There's a couple of people out there wandering around that y'all want to know about. They dead. <laughs> But y'all want to know about sure. I'm saying not dead. They said in an interview that Heath got captured by the CRM. I'm fully expecting him to. So he is going to be. She gonna pop up in a spinoff. You understand? Saying so that's what I'm saying. But but some of these people are not gonna pop up in the spinoff. I know. I know. So we need. I I need them to send an email to say what they happened to them. Yeah, like can y'all just send it to us? Just, just let just, us know. Just let us know. Y'all can let, let everybody else wonder. We just want to know. But yeah. yeah. I mean, so, literally, I don't care if you say strike said, well, we, you know, we located every member of your A team and this is where they at. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just just yeah. a couple of lines. Let us know. I just really like, okay. So since you mentioned it, Michelle, let's just go ahead and put it out there. So we all attended the camp this weekend, which is a Walking Dead event here in uh, Peachtree City, Georgia. We attended the event. We got to talk to a lot of the the great guests that they had, including Mo Collins, who plays Sarah on Fear the Walking Dead. And uh, there was a comment that I I made to her about the show and about um, her and Wendell's relationship uh, specifically and how much it meant to me. And um, she made a comment that pretty much confirms what a lot of people have been talking about on social media. And that is that Sarah does not appear in season eight. And we probably will not have any closure when it comes to that character. I'm thinking um, that little throwaway comment they had in the first episode where Morgan asked you know padre about Mm -hmm. the people on the boats and padre was like there weren't as many as you said there were i'm thinking they're going to tell us that some of the people didn't make the crossing over 
on the boats for whatever reason. And Sarah is probably going to be one of them. And I just, if they don't have Sarah, I don't see them having Wendell, which to me is kind of like stupid because you mean to tell me they survived all that they survived. They survived fucking nuclear warheads detonating. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't survive a boat ride. So, Many people didn't survive the boat ride. Mm, well, we don't know because this is only the second episode, and we're yeah, that's true. We getting, and we we don't. We're we just don't. now getting. I'm know, just. I'm not feeling. Out. Look, I'm not feeling any hope. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of <laughs> that I will see. I don't that I will see other characters. I just now feel like it's just gonna be. We luckily we got June, and we have. Um, the power couple, and then we have Morgan, and then Madison and Grace. Like in the previews for the season, I just feel like okay, now we're just like okay. It's like now you want to go. We got the main the character trailer. of the show, which was is Morgan, and now we have Madison. So it's really Morgan and Madison, and everyone else be damned. Which that's a whole other conversation whole other conversation that we it, it is that's what i'm saying so it's like now speaking of morgan and madison let's go ahead and finish out just the the commentary from the show so at the end of the episode you have this army truck and on the back of it is morgan and madison they are both handcuffed so apparently when padre told morgan at the end of last episode that they were retiring him they probably meant in a permanent way I don't know mm -hmm. where they're taking him and Madison to, but you know. They've been wanting to retire Madison's ass. Right. So <laughs> they start having this conversation. Madison is like, what is it that's holding you back? What is it that's making you think that you can't be the parent that Mo deserves? And he says, you know, I've been thinking about it. It was something in my past that I did or rather that I didn't do. And I was like, he's talking about killing Jenny. And he's talking about the mistakes that he made. And she was like, is it something that you can fix? He said, not the worst of it. No. Meaning Dwayne's death. Mm -hmm. But can you fix a little? He said, yeah, I think a little. I think Jenny is still alive. Oh, well, not alive, but you know, I think he didn't, he never killed her, her walker. You she has I think he did. I don't think he did because the, the way, way I don't think so either. I don't the way think he that did. he was talking about how it's something that he didn't do, he didn't, he couldn't kill her the first time, and then Dwayne died. And I feel like he left her, he probably left that that walker alive to kind of maybe just torment him because that was something that he should have done to save his son. And it's kind of like if you think about it, it in a twisted way, if I couldn't kill her to save my son, why would I kill her now when there's nothing else she can take from me? So I mm. think he probably left her wandering around. And of course, we've seen promos showing that he's going back to King County. He's going back to the house. He picks up the gun and Grace says to him, Rick gave you that gun for a reason. I have a feeling that in order for him to get closure and i think we talked about this in the last episode because we were talking about the houseboat and the writing on the walls with everything clear you know um uh, talking about Dwayne, you were supposed to do it that that sort of thing 
I think the only way he's going to get peace from all of that and begin to forgive himself, he's going to have to go back and really take care of her. And that's what Rick left him the gun for. So I'm thinking that's what it is. Jenny is probably still walking around and mm. he's going to have to go home and deal with that demon, deal with that ghost in order for him to be the father that Mo is going to need him to be. Because you can't be the best for somebody else, especially a child, if you still have guilt about the other child mm -hmm. in your heart and in your mind. Mm -hmm. So I need him to go take care of that so that he can move on. But also I just, I need to see him back in that space. I don't know what it is because we didn't because we haven't had Rick for so long because we haven't had a Rick and Morgan reunion that I'm still hoping for. I just I need to see one of them in that space. I just need I know. it it's a full 360 moment and I just need to know how that's going to fit into the bigger picture. Now where are they with Padre? Do we, we know where know. Padre is? We don't know. Look at me. I'm already on maps trying to figure <laughs> out figure out the distance between right. Atlanta and wherever Padre is. So where are we thinking Padre is? Well, I don't know because they were in Texas, if I'm not mistaken, they were near Galveston mm -hmm. when all of this went down. And they're traveling, they traveled by boat somewhere. So I'm thinking they probably, I don't know, I want to say maybe headed towards the East Coast. Maybe well, they were on Yes, but it, I would, because I would say, ooh, Louisiana area, but I'm like, See, um, the plant life, too. the plant life don't look like it. See, that's the thing. It's like I'm looking at what the trees and stuff look like, and it doesn't look all swampy. It's not. I don't know the Everglades, maybe, but that's no, a, gosh. No, oh, that that's a way long way no, to travel it, no. in rafts. So no, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up and see if anybody has deduced where they are, because yeah, you you can't travel that far on a raft, not the way that they were traveling. No, but they they would be if they were in Texas and they went on a raft. Was the raft like a a river or was it a the it wasn't the ocean? Mm -mm. So it's a river. I don't know. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some sleuthing. Yeah, this will look we'll better. We're gonna have to do some sleuthing and fi figure this out. Um, but look, realistically speaking, they were in Savannah and we need to make our way there just so we can visit. <laughs> So we can visit some of the uh, filming locations. And then also uh, my best friend was at Driftwood Beach in Jekyll Island last weekend. And I was like, oh, I recognize those trees on the beach because that's where they film um, the Oceanside scenes. So I was mm -hmm. like, hmm, we need to do a trip to Jekyll Island. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's like, hey, let's go to the beach. Because I know Casey practically lives on a day. Yeah, yeah. She, nowadays. she's great with the beach. Yeah. So yeah, and I've been to Jekyll Island, and I've been to that beach. It's very beautiful. Ah, so that means okay, you need to take so, me yeah. Michelle because you went without us. Right. Let's go. Right. Hey, you ain't said nothing but a word. Well, you know really? What? Sidebar, that um, Jekyll Island also has the beach where they film Glory. 
I went to that oh, one too. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So we need anyway. to go. So we need mm-hmm. to go. But yeah, so anyway, um, going back to Madison and Morgan, they're on this transport. They start having this conversation and Madison starts coughing like she can't breathe. Of course, she doesn't have an oxygen tank. And she, it almost looks like she passes out. Morgan starts hollering for the driver. Hey, she can't breathe. She needs some oxygen. Y'all get back here. So they stop the truck. They get back there. And then we realize Madison is just faking because she pretty much attacks the driver the best way she can with, you know, being handcuffed. But she yells at Morgan. She tells him to go. So Morgan gets off the truck handcuffed and he takes off running. And Morgan, I mean, Morgan is free. Madison has once again been caught. I'm like, captured again. Is this going to be the whole of her existence for the last season? She's just there to save Morgan and help him escape and just be captured again? Like, is this what y'all brought her back to? I hope not. I hope not. I hope there's other things for her to do because again i'm still in my make it make sense mo like you haven't i feel like you haven't really given me anything to make me say oh yes this this is a good reason to bring this character back yeah you know so i i she must gonna do something else a backflip or something because her, so. all it's been right now is her trying to save people them fucking up her oxygen she can't breathe <laughs> that's yeah. what it's been say that ain't what it's been it, Morgan yeah, fucked up her been. oxygen Mo fucked up her oxygen when she was in the little thing they fucked up like, yeah bitch. yeah. so anyway that's the second episode Um, I did like this one better than the first there were still, like I said, there there were things that irritated me about this episode, <laughs> but but overall, I'm glad to see uh, June, Dwight, and Sherry. Um, again, that Shrike bitch has got to die. Like, oh, she will. I need to know what her problem is. We're not saving any more villains. Yeah, we're we're not. And and I like, I kind of like that so far. What we've seen of her. She's just cold. Now, I don't know what her backstory is. You know, they're good for giving people backstories to kind of make you sympathize with them for for the most part. But, um, yeah. I don't give a damn what happened to this lady. Mm-hmm. You, There's no reason to snatch kids from their parents. No. Except everybody. Let, let, let everybody come. And then if they give you problems, get rid of them. Yeah, you get rid of them and you keep their kids. I mean... Well, I was going to say, you know, the uh, bigger people... You're gonna be using more resources because we eat more, we use more, we consume more. But I don't know. I agree with y'all though. But well, they become adults. So what's happening to them when they become an adult? They they training the rest of the children because the the adults. Right. The, so the adults they still by that point okay. So they keep them there. We kill them off. Yeah. So. And then you know then that makes me question. There's no senior citizen, so. You get to a certain age, they're gonna kill you off. Or kick you off. Say go fend for yourself now. Yeah. Yep. Take, take them to the mainland and just kind of hey, go mm-hmm. be carrying food. I don't know. Apparently. 
Do you have any final thoughts on this besides Shrike needs to die? I think we're all in agreement on that. that. Works we're all in agreement. All right. <laughs> we're all in agreement. On that note, that is our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fandom Hybrid. You can chat with us on our Discord channel. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel. And you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.